The Jim Channel Podcast, bringing you the big picture on geoscientific information management through interviews and discussions. Hello, welcome to the latest episode of Acquire's podcast, The Jim Channel. I'm Sarah Mitchell, your host today, and I'm joined by Acquire's Managing Director, Allison Atkins. Allison was appointed to the role of Managing Director in July 2016 as part of the company's succession of leadership strategy. Prior to this, she worked in many implementation roles such as Geoscientific Data Analyst and Portfolio Manager for Rio Tinto. In 2011, she joined the board as Director of Implementation, and in July 2014, Allison became the Director of Operations for Acquire. She's been with Acquire for over 16 years and has a background in geology, working in exploration and mining in Australia and West Africa. Welcome, Allison. Thanks, Sarah. It's good to be here. Allison, tell us a bit about your background. You've been with Acquire for nearly 16 years, but you also have a strong background as a geologist prior to this. How did you start your career? Okay, so I guess it's actually 16 years, beginning of this week, so um, which is quite exciting for me. Um, I started off as a graduate geologist in the Western Australian mining industry, so a product of Curtin University, and was lucky enough to find an exploration position with a company in the goldfields, where through the three years I worked there, we actually found a, a mine, and I was exposed to near mine, res dev, open pit, open, open pit mining, and then also underground. So a wealth of experience in a really condensed amount of time. Uh, from there, I had the opportunity to go and work in West Africa. So I worked for an African organization in Ghana for a while as, I guess, a computer geologist and also working in the field, and then moved from there to an Australian consultancy. And through that, got exposed to a variety of different uh, domains and commodities across Africa consulting through that organisation. And also, I guess, tended to specialise within the, the computing field as well. So a lot of setting up technologies, simple databases, training on different technologies as well. Excellent. Uh, what were the biggest challenges for geoscientific information management or what we call GIM when you started in the industry? I guess the biggest challenge was that it there was no importance stressed on it. So particularly from a geological perspective as a geologist I didn't understand the importance of the data. I collected the data, it was given to somebody else to manage and really didn't have any comprehension around what needed to happen with the data and also the the ongoing importance of what that data meant as a single source of truth uh, for the the mining and exploration organizations when they work through their their resource modeling and then into the mining itself and the reconciliation so predominantly for myself when i first started i didn't understand the importance of data management at all Um, on a few of the sites that i worked at it predominantly was a black box where you just gave your paper logs, because again, we're talking 20 years ago, paper logs to the DBA to either put in spreadsheets or uh, in-house solutions. So how did how did this experience, which it's, it sounds incredible right now to think that all of that vital information is stored on paper, but how did that lead you to work with Acquire? And again, this was, the mining industry is actually a small industry. Everybody's connected in some way. And through connections back in West Africa, they purchased the Acquire technology. Uh, I was studying again because we were in another downturn in the industry in the late 90s, studying and actually doing a postgrad in programming. Uh, 
they needed someone to come and implement the technology back in West Africa, which was Acquire, which I'd never heard of. And I, I guess to some extent, I was one of the first Nova partners in that I subcontracted to Acquire to go and implement their technology in West Africa. And through using the technology and meeting the organisation, I determined that this was an organisation I wanted to work with. So straight after finishing that contract, I started working for Acquire and have had the opportunity to see it grow from quite an embryonic state back in the early 2000s to where it is today, which has been a phenomenal experience. Now, what do you see as the main challenges facing the natural resources industry today? You talked about you came in, you were working early in your career when there was a bit of a downturn. Um, I know you've you've made comment and you've talked about um, the different things that uh, we're facing right now. Um, The Ernst Young report came out recently and had some real uh, good advice and talked about the risks miners are facing. Um, Where do you see that we're at at this this point, and what is it that you think miners should be focused on? Well, I guess the interesting thing, and I guess we are celebrating our 20 years at Acquire this year, this is the third downturn that we've experienced. And with every downturn, we do see one of the big risks is the loss of people. Um, Organisations look at cost optimisation, which is a wonderful word for essentially saving costs. And predominantly... That comes down to resourcing and reducing the costs for what they're doing in an exploration environment and how they can optimise their costs within a mining environment. Now, for us, we have very close relationships with a lot of the people that use our technology on the sites. And when there are redundancies and underemployment, we do see a huge risk to the organisations with the loss of the personnel and loss of IP with those people. Um, That's probably the the one critical area we see, um, the loss of people in the IP, how they can then continue to operate in their environments with under-resourced employees or with contractors that don't necessarily understand their technologies and their processes. Now, I think what's interesting in the Ernst Young report, when it talks about risks for 2016, In previous years, it's had talent and the ability to source the right talent Mm -hmm. in that list, but it didn't even feature this year. And you're saying something different. You're saying that that's one of the most important things. So what does Acquire do to ensure that you always have the best talent? How is it that, um, why is it that you're talking about that being critical, but it looks like other leaders in the industry aren't recognizing that? I guess one of the big differentiators within Acquire is we spend a lot of time recruiting the right people and we have a very good retention rate which is something that we're quite proud of. Um, For us it's getting the right people in the organisation and upskilling them and giving them opportunities. Now if we lost those people when we start when the industry starts turning around and you go into the next boom cycle we then have to rebuild that so you're already on the back the back foot with what you need to do but by retaining individuals within the organisation retaining that IP we're still innovating we're still creating and we're actually ready for the turnaround in the industry which we're starting to see in different geographic locations already. Um, From a technological perspective we're able to assist our organisations when they are losing their personnel predominantly from the underlying data model that we have for Acquire. Now this is I guess one of the differentiators of our gym technology is that We have a standard system that allows it to be supported globally. 
So as much as uh, our clients can configure the interface based on their unique workflows and processes, the underlying technology is the same for all of our customers, which means not only can we globally support our customers, but also given the transient nature of employers within those organisations, they can bring people in that may know the technology but not necessarily know the workflows on those sites and have them upskilled in a fairly quick period of time. Now, um, Acquire does a great job with their hiring practices and their retention, um, and I know that's part of the value set. A lot of other people that are working in this industry don't don't have that opportunity, and as you say, a lot of people have, have had to cut costs, and that means losing talent. Now, I know your software, you spend a lot of time thinking about that. Um, and again, going back to the Ernst & Young report, they talk a lot about productivity, efficiency, innovation, and you're really um, looking at how you can take some of those core values of Acquire, apply them to the technology, and then service the industry that way. So do you want to talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I, I guess one of the things that, that's been our core focus, I mean, this is something we've been doing for the last 20 years, but is becoming more and more prevalent given where the, the industry is going, is connecting with the right partners. So connectivity with our technology to other technologies is important. So we, we're putting a lot of emphasis on engaging and aligning ourselves with other third-party vendors to ensure that there's seamless connectivity for the individual, so in ease of use. Um, from an innovative perspective, we're always looking at the industry, looking at new technologies, looking at trends to see how we can then apply them with our systems as well. Excellent. What new technologies are you seeing emerge in the industry that could help adapt to the current market? I guess there's, there's a lot of interest around automation. And again, this comes back to personnel reduction, looking at systems and technologies that are less reliant on people. Um, we, we see with different technologies for um, analysis on site prior to going to the laboratory of the samples, which allows for quicker decisions to be made happening um, just with the different drilling techniques, the probing and analysis down holes to, to give more informed information quicker to, to I guess, the mining and exploration organisations. Um, also, I guess, just with the technologies in general, there's the trend to move everything to the cloud. Again, looking at being connected irrespective of where you are um, within the, the mining chain. Do you think these are going to be areas that you that acquire continues to focus on? Oh, absolutely. So I guess definitely within the cloud. So we have initiatives, um, particularly with our, our Nova partnership, where we, we offer solution in the cloud for, I guess, the junior end of the market, so explorationists through our Nova partners. Um, we're also then looking at future technologies and where they need to go and providing connections off the grid but also in a more global distributed distributed environment is something that's critical for us. So the Nova Network Partnership, you've mentioned that a couple times, that is, uh, could you just give us a little bit more information on that? Because is that something that people can just ring up a partner and work with them or is it some, do they have to come into the uh, network? Do they, can they use it to supplement a project that they've already got? How, how exactly does that work? Yeah. So I guess one of the, the, the key reasons for the inception of the Nova Partner is again to give our, our clients more opportunity. And again, stressing the, the current market trends of redu- um, personnel reduction, 
The Nova partnership allows our clients to have additional resources in the pool that they can use to help serve their solution, their gym suite solution. So the Nova Partner Network, there's two components. There's the the service component where we we align ourselves and partner with organisations that can provide services to the gym suite and to our customers. They, they go through comprehensive accreditation, uh, individual employees within those organisations are then recognised as endorsed practitioners that are then able to not only serve our existing customer base where we will give recommendation, but recommendations but also market them on our website, um, but also subcontract and work with us as well on deployments of our technology to new customers, uh, also as IP and domain experts bringing in their expertise to help expand our footprint both with how we're developing the technology and also with our client base as well. So we have the services component of Nova and then also, as I briefly mentioned before, the online capabilities in the cloud where our Nova partners have the cloud technology of Gym Suite that they can then serve their own customers. So they're doing their own marketing, they're garnering their own customers, predominantly with the junior exploration market to provide a gym solution to their customers at a much lower cost to them. So if I am a junior explorer, I don't need to buy Acquire to get the benefit of having the Acquire products or the gym solution in my organization? Absolutely. So essentially you partner with a Nova partner that offers that service and they use that technology to ensure that you have high quality data that's collected effectively and administered through the system and also served through interoperability to meet their needs. That's excellent. Now, um, I know that you, 2016 has been your 20th year and uh, your 20th anniversary at Acquire. Um, and you've, on your website, you've got a whole page where you're talking about um, your 20 year activities and it's fantastic to go out and have a look at that. What do you think are the highlights of the past 20 years for Acquire? Oh, I, I guess there's been so many, and as I mentioned before, I've been here for 16 of those. So it's been a phenomenal personal experience for me. But just expand, expanding our footprint, we now have seven offices in six countries. We have over 450 sites. We, we have a fantastic client base that, for us, establishing strong relationships with individuals and organisations is critical to our success. Um, We've developed a, a robust technology that we're proud of. Um, it has quite a, a large footprint across all gamuts of the industry from grassroots exploration right through to mining, open pit underground, a variety of commodities. So there's been a wealth of milestones that we've achieved with each domain commodity and also geographic location that we've, we've expanded into and also the growth within the organisation as well. So I started in 2000 and we had about 16 employees and now we have over 110. We also have a sister company, Adapt by Design, under the Metech Holdings umbrella. So there's, there's been a lot of, I guess, changes and positive growth within the organisation over that time. So 20 years is a long time for a software company in any industry. Um, it's a long time for a, a relatively small company in mining. Um, do you have plans for the next 20 years or um, are you going to do what a lot of people in your position do when they've got a successful company is sell and move on to the next thing? Oh, absolutely not. We, well, we have plans. So, yeah, we, we definitely have plans and 
we never plan to actually sell. We're a privately owned organisation, employee owned, and there is no intent to ever change that. Um, we're passionate about what we do and we're passionate about growth as well. So we are looking at our current technology, we're looking at trends within the industry and also where we need to go as an organisation to sustain and also grow as well. So we have initiatives at the moment where we are reviewing our current gym suite technology to look at where do we improve upon that given those trends, but also just from a customer experience, looking at initiatives to help them as well. Everyone's time poor, there's cost reductions, we're looking at more effective ways to deliver training to our customers, uh, online user portals to enable our customers to assist themselves when it comes to support as a first entry level. Um, with knowledge bases, online videos, um, we'll be putting a lot more technology and information and capability into the web environment for our customers as well. Excellent. What, what do you think the industry, the industry, the natural resources industry, or the mining and metals industry looks like 10 years from now then? That's an interesting one. I'm hoping it's, it's still in a boom cycle. And I guess we are seeing that in different regions within Acquire as well. Now, we're quite lucky in the way we work as an organisation in that as much as we're distributed globally across seven offices, we work to one profit and loss. So we've been able to ride out this current down cycle because it hasn't been consistent across all the regions and across all the commodities. Now, in 10 years' time, optimistically, I'd hope that we're, we're actually in still a boom cycle and we are starting to see some positivity in the industry right now. Um, but I think a lot of the cost optimization that organisations are doing now is what will then put the, I guess, the footprint of where, where they're going and what we need to do as well. So minimisation of reliance on, on employees, a lot more automation, a lot more technologies collecting the information, um, the analysis, the interpretation, um, automation from a robotic perspective with mining so there's less reliance on people to actually be on the mines working underground. Um, so I, I do see a lot more technologies that are less reliant on personnel in particular for the information collection which then does lead to a larger volume of data in itself which can be overwhelming so again we're looking at big data conundrums and looking at well, where do we sit in this and where do we need to go and how do we serve that information more effectively for people to use? That's excellent, Alison. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you've enjoyed our discussion, please tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast, which you can find on the Acquire newsroom at acquire.com.au. Thank you, Alison. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Acquire's podcast, The Gym Channel. Find us at acquire.com.au. 